Sure. I am the Reverend Rachel Campbell. I'm the minister here at Trinity. Please join me in the gathering prayer. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated on the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Amen. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of age. Today, we welcome Miles Lewis McCarthy and his family for the sacrament of holy baptism. And I'll ask them to come forward and just stand up here in front. Hi, Miles. Hi. Hi, Claire. Hi. We also invite Cheyenne Victoria Elizabeth DeMond and her family this morning for again the sacrament of holy baptism. I invite the parents, the godparents, and anyone who wants to come forward to please come forward this morning. I think she has a couple little siblings. There they go. And I'll just get you to stand right there. Hi. Welcome. In baptism, we celebrate God's love, a love revealed in life, in death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, love which has surrounded these children from the very beginning. In baptism, we dedicate these children to God's purpose, knowing that even though we may falter, God will not. God will continue through the Spirit, the work begun this day, the work in which life triumphs in death. I have questions for you, the parents and the godparents. I ask, therefore, do you present your child earnestly, desiring by holy baptism that they be made a member of Christ's church? If so, answer, I do. I ask you before God and this congregation, do you profess your faith in God, in Jesus Christ, your Savior and Lord, and in the Holy Spirit, your teacher and guide? If so, answer, I do. Will you, will you bring up your child in the knowledge and love of God, teaching them the truth and duties of the Christian faith? If so, answer, I will, God being my helper. Will you make a Christian home for them, so fashioning your lives that they may come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior? If so, answer, I will, God being my helper. 
We encourage them to seek confirmation so that they, being strengthened in the faith by the Holy Spirit, are nurtured at the table of the Lord. That they may go forth to serve God faithfully in the world. If so, answer, I will, God being my helper. And the congregation, for those who are able, please stand because you have a commitment to these children as well. Beloved in the Lord, do you receive these children in Christ's name as we have been received, promising to support them with constant love, wholesome example, Christian teachings, and faithful prayer? Are you willing to accept such a great responsibility? If so, answer, we do. Oh, you can do better than that. We do. Yes. We do too. Let us join our voices in a new creed. And if it's on the screen also in Voices United 918. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus, the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We are called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to live with respect in creation, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, in life, in death, in life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. Please be seated. And please join me in prayer. Let us pray. Creator God, we praise and thank you for the gift of life-giving water that has flowed through all of creation from the beginning of time. Water is a symbol of your covenant with your people, of renewal and of sustaining life. Through the flood waters in the time of Noah, you renewed your covenant with creation. In the time of Abraham, you promised of a great nation and blessings were revealed. Moses led your people out of the bondage into the land of promise and renewal. In the waters of the Jordan River, John was baptized, Jesus Christ, and your spirit descended like a dove upon Jesus. Your people are renewed by your grace and blessings upon us in this service of baptism. We are Christ Church, your people, and we ask now for your spirit, O oh God, to descend upon us, surround us, and sustain us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And Cheyenne and your family, I'll ask you to have a seat over here, and you folks come all the way around here. You can come with me, Miles, too. That's wonderful. Hi, Claire, come on up. I'm gonna get you to come up here. Dada, you can hold him, okay? What is the name of this child? Miles Lewis McCarthy. Miles Lewis McCarthy. I baptize you now in the name of the Father. Oh, no. And of the Son. And your hand then, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. Amen. 
Now, good luck, Claire. You're, you're going to help me here and Mama, too. Look, you're going to put your finger in there. And your sister and your mama, what we're going to do, we're going to do a little mark on the forehead, just in the cross. No. With the sign of the cross. It's okay. That's okay. With the sign of the cross, you have become one with Christ, the anointed one. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King and Head of the Church, I declare that Miles, Lewis McCarthy has been received into the Holy Catholic Church, that the Lord bless you and keep you, that the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you, that the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Miles, Lewis McCarthy, you are a child of God, a feisty one, a disciple of Christ, a feisty one, and I like that, and a member of the church. Amen. Let us give him a round of applause. Your light shines in this space, and it joins with the light of God. Claire, I'm going to get you to help me light a candle to remind us of your brother's light into this world. And this is his baptism candle. And anytime, you want to take this and you help me? Anytime we want to have a celebration in our life, we can light this candle as a sign and symbol of Christ's presence with us. You want to blow that out? You want to do it? Come here. You can do it too then. That sounds great. Your sister lit your candle. Now you light the candle. Take your time. There you go. And can you blow it out? Yay! Good job. Good job. We present you now with your baptism certificate. Welcome to Trinity United Church, God's Church, Christ Church. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. What is the name of this child? Cheyenne Victoria Elizabeth DeMond. Cheyenne Victoria Elizabeth DeMond. I baptize you now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Mom, I'll ask you to mark her with the sign of the cross in her forehead. And with the sign of the cross, you have become one with Christ, the Anointed One. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King and Head of the Church, I declare that Cheyenne Victoria Elizabeth DeMont has been received into the Holy Catholic Church. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Cheyenne Victoria Elizabeth DeMont, you're a child of God. You are a disciple of Christ. You are a member of the church. Amen. Let us give her a round of applause. And you come with me. And Cheyenne, 
going to light off the Christ candle because Christ's light is always with you and anytime you're having something really exciting happening in your life or you just need a little bit of support, you can light your baptism candle to remember that. Thank you. You want to try too? Come here, honey. Yeah, all right. Everybody wants to try a candle? Come on, you can do that. Okay, there you go. Want to do it together? All right. By yourself? Okay. There you go. Thank you. And blow it out. Thank you. It's like a birthday candle. Yes, absolutely. Come over here. You want to try? Let your sister go through. There you go. And light the candle. And then blow it out. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Good job. Thank you. I present you now with the baptism certificate. You are a member of this church, Trinity United Church, a member of God's church, Christ Church. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank you. Let me sit back there. May God bless you all on your continuing faith journeys. Amen. And now I'd like to invite Sky to offer us our gospel lesson today from the Spark Bible. And anyone who is in Junior Church or is visiting with us and would like to, if you would like to go to Junior Church ages 3 to 12, you're welcome to come up and just sit on the step for the story if you'd like. Just sit on the steps. And Sky will read us our gospel lesson today. So you just want to sit right on the steps. There you go. I'll come down and sit on the steps with you. All right. Okay. We're going to sit on the steps. We're going to listen to the story. Hello. Good morning. Happy Easter. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Good morning. Hi. Happy Easter. Hi. You can have a seat right here if you'd like. Hi, girls. You want to have a seat? All right. Wherever you want to sit. All right, and we're going to listen to our story from Sky. The Empty Tomb. It was early in the morning on the third day after Jesus died. The sky was pink and red with the first light of the sun. The women didn't notice the sky. They hurried to the cave that contained Jesus' body. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, led the way. Two others, Salome and Genope, Jo Joanna carried the species to rub the spices to rub on the body of Jesus. They had a job to do. When the tomb of Jesus came into sight, they froze. Uh-oh, they had forgotten about the huge stone that sealed the opening of the cave. How would they move it? The women kept going to the cave anyway. As they came closer, the women could see that the stone had already been rolled away. They peeked inside. Oh, it was dark in there. Brr, it was cold in there. Drip, drop, it was damp in there. What? It was empty in there. Jesus was gone. The angel appeared in sparkling white clothes. The glow from the angel brightened, even the darkest corners of the cave. The woman shielded their eyes from the blinding light. Don't be afraid, the angel said. Jesus isn't here. This is a place for the dead. Jesus is alive. Hurry, the angel said. Go tell the, the disciples. 
The women did not delay. They ran to tell Jesus' friends, and they had seen what they had seen and heard. Oof. Mary bumped into a man, tripped, and fell at his feet. Wait. She knew those feet. A familiar hand reached out to help her. Wait. She knew that hand. She looked up. Yes. She knew that smile. It was Jesus. Hello, friends, Jesus said. Jesus was really alive. The woman hugged his feet and shouted with joy. Go tell the others the good news that I am alive, Jesus said. I will meet them in Gal Galilee. I can't wait to see them again. The woman had a new job to do. They had to tell everyone Jesus was alive. Today, as part of junior church, some of our junior church members have been practicing a hallelujah song, I call it, a hallelujah song, welcoming in Easter. So those who have been practicing, everyone else can stay on the steps. Now, after the ones that are practicing have done their song, everyone can head out to the auditorium for some fun Easter surprises, okay? Uh, everyone's welcome to do that. And I'm going to ask those who are practicing their song, if you want to, the leaders want to get their folks together, and we can listen to that wonderful song together. Yeah. 
at the rising sun. <clears throat> Jesus loves people and he lives again. Hey, now the tomb was empty. Calls us disciples and he calls us his friends. Hey, now the tomb is empty. Hey, now, singing hallelujah. Hey, now, the morning has come. Hey, now, singing hallelujah. The tomb is empty at the rising sun. Hey, now, singing hallelujah. Hey, now, the morning has come. Hey, now, singing hallelujah. Empty at the rising sun. The tomb was empty at the rising sun. The tomb was empty at the rising sun. Hey. Have fun at Junior Church. You go up this way. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Have fun. Happy Easter. Have fun. Take your time. Have fun. Have fun. Please join me in prayer, and let us pray. Loving God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, dear God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This morning, we are in a place of witness to witness the joy that comes with a faith family that is growing, to witness the energy-filled singing of our junior church participants welcoming in Easter, to witness and hear the words of good news shared by Sky from the Spark Bible, to witness and see the light of Christ flickering once again in this, our sanctuary, Christ's church. We, you, me, all of us are in this blessed place of witness this Easter morning. You are here for a reason. Yes, I get that. Some of you may have been nudged gently to be here because it's Easter. Or maybe you wanted to be here and you planned your entire week around this very moment. Some of you might be here to celebrate the two sacraments of the United Church of Canada on this joyous day. Whatever the reason, you are here, and you're now in a place of witness. So I am taking full advantage of you being in a place of witness here, here, today. In our gospel lesson, 
this being in a place of witness theme is where it all began. I love in the Spark Bible how it says that the women have a new job to do. Like we don't have enough jobs. But we have a new job to do. And after they have witnessed everything that first Easter morning, they have a new mission, a new responsibility, a new job to do. That is putting it mildly. They have been entrusted with the first-hand account of the resurrection of Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, our Lord. Their mission, as they begin proclaiming the good news of the resurrection of Jesus, now becomes our mission as the modern-day disciples of Jesus Christ. The reason there is an Easter. On this Easter morning, we still have a new job to do. We need to go beyond being in a place of witness. It is our job to pick up that good news and proclaim it still. To get up from the pew each week and go out there and do something that is reflective of the love, peace, joy, and hope that comes with being a follower of Jesus. That takes being in here more than once a year, twice a year. It is a commitment to come, to learn, and then to go out there showing who you are as modern-day disciples of Jesus. Who are you as a disciple of Jesus? To nourish your faith in here in order to do just that out there. We are reminded of this when we look at the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know you, that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. They will know who you are and who you represent if you show love to one another. Everyone will know that you are my disciples because you take those lessons of love and you live them out then into the world. Easter is not just one day. It's a fun day, don't get me wrong, but it's not just one day. There is a full season called Eastertide, and as Christians, we are considered Easter people. We are to live as Easter people. Our sacraments are more than just rituals to be done. Why? Because we, as Christians, rejoice in the resurrection. We rejoice in the fact that Jesus got off the cross. We rejoice that Jesus gave us victory over the grave. We rejoice, hallelujah, yes, we rejoice. This rejoicing creates within us and around us a new way of being. Even when we are nudged to be here because it's Easter, you are still here. You have a role to play in all of this. You're being asked to go and proclaim the good message today. You're being commissioned today. Next Sunday, the Sunday after that, the Sunday after that. 
The text within the Eastertide season prepares us for a time when Jesus is between this world and the next. And Jesus continues to appear to his disciples and future proclaimers of the good news. As C.S. Lewis shares in his book, Joyful Christian, the man in Christ rose again, not only the God. This is echoed by the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 to 8, who, though he existed in forms of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, assuming human likeness, and being found in appearance as human, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Within our commissioning as Christians, and we're commissioned all the time, we are asked to show up. We are asked to witness. We are asked to not just go through the motions, but to make a commitment. Not to count your chickens before they hatch, but to have great hope in new life. If Jesus can make a commitment make the commitment he did for us, all of us, to bring us to victory over the cross, over the grave, I'm sure we can continue to nourish our faith and be the disciples of Jesus that we are all called to be as Christians. To walk in hope. To embrace this new way because, remember, we are an Easter people. Hallelujah. All glorious gods. Amen.
this time in the service, we'd like to pause and be able to lift up the gifts in which you bring. Time, talent, resources, all those things that help the ministry of this church go beyond the walls of this church. And yesterday we had a food box blitz, and I want to thank the folks that made that happen. That is a response. There's a need in our community. There's a need in this world. There's a food insecurity in this world. And to respond as you did yesterday, to come up to the church and make the donations, to leave them in the food boxes each Sunday at the entrance of the church, is a way to give back and to respond and not turn a blind eye to the need within our community. And today we pause and we give thanks for that response, for you answering that call. Let us pray. Gracious God, we bring our gifts, bless them and us. We pray that the gifts received here today aid in the betterment of this world, that love is revealed, nourishment offered, and healing initiated. We pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. As we gather around this table on Easter Sunday, we're reminded that all are welcomed at Christ's table. God be with you. Let us lift up our hearts. We come giving thanks to the Lord our God. Let us come with hearts saying hallelujah to the risen Christ. We come with praise and we come with thanks. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, 
And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. You sent Jesus, the light of the world, to share the light God with God with us. People gathered to see and to hear him, to witness his acts of healing, to listen to his teachings. He made time for everyone. Jesus turned no one away, yet people turned away, betrayed and crucified him. Through all of this, Jesus loved us and was lifted from the darkness of the grave. Jesus found victory over death so that we would be with him and he and we could be as one. We join our voices in the great praise singing. As we come to this table, remember that Jesus ate with his friends. And on the night before he died, in the Gospel of Mark, we're reminded that while they were eating, he took a loaf of bread. And after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take, this is my body. Then he took a cup. And after giving thanks, he gave it to them. And all of them drank from it. He said to them, this is the blood of my covenant, which is poured out for many. As we come to this table on Easter Sunday, we remember, we remember the love that Jesus has for each of us. We rejoice and we celebrate his resurrection. We wait with hope for his coming again. Together as a faith family, we lift up our hearts and our voices as we proclaim the mystery of our faith. God, pour your spirit upon us in these gifts as we come to your table. May they be signs of light, life, and love to each other. 
Help us to be instruments of peace, love, and justice in this world through, with, and in Christ, through the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory is yours, loving creator, now and forever. Amen. And as a Christian family, let us join our voices together and pray the prayer that Jesus taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The bread of life, communion in the body of Christ. The cup of blessing, communion in the blood of Christ. The gifts of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today, as you were coming in, you had a couple options. We are, for the first time uh, since uh, the pandemic, and we're on the, almost on the other side of the pandemic, we are serving for the first time. But you do have a choice. We do know that some people are still not overly comfortable with being served, so there are also options. And if you come around the server and you don't have one of these and you prefer to have one of these, then just ask and they will get you one of, of the cups. And we will go through this together as we do um, our communion service. So we'll begin with the bread.
the bread of life, the communion of the body of Christ. Amen. Thank you.
the cup of blessing, communion in the blood of Christ. Please join me in the prayer after communion. As we leave this place, we remember your actions and your words. Transform us and give us that little push we require to love one another, to help each other, and to share the good news. May our acts of Christian love extend beyond this Easter season into our lives all throughout the year. As we celebrate your creation, may we feel your presence beside us like footprints in the sand. Amen. and please join me in prayer. Let us pray. Loving God, the stone has been rolled away and today we're reminded of our call to respond into this world, to share a heart of support and love, to seek truth and wisdom. And Holy God, we're reminded that as we celebrate this victory, today we pause and we pray for all those in the world who are working hard to protect us, Help us to respond as we should, to carry a heart of protection and love. We are asked to act in this world out of a place of love and help us to do so. Gracious God, as an Easter people, we know that no matter the restrictions, we are together and we can rejoice in connection. We celebrate and shout hallelujah together, your people, as one. In a world that can be scary and uncertain, in you, gracious God, we find our constant. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
who know me know I rarely go over, and I don't think it was too bad. With everything we fit in this Sunday, 10 minutes over. I know, not too bad. And all the while, I'm sitting up here knowing that the president of our Atlantic School of Theology is in the congregation. Hi, Andy. Like, like you being here. And then, and then also, then Andy, his, so his son's here too, and so what, Tim is here, and then Andy is here, both Anils, and Andy actually, that's the first time he heard me present the baptism service that I put together in his class many, many moons ago, and he's giving me a thumb up. So Tim and Andy, I'm glad that you're both here, and your families. So as you leave this place today, I commission you all to be alert, to stand firm in the faith, to be valiant and strong, but let all that you do be done out of love. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Amen and hallelujah.